on this episode of Jesus Center Stage. What's all the shouting about? What does not conforming to this world look like? And we give a Jesus Center Stage movie recommendation. They are not of the world just as I am not of the world. That was one of them, but I'm looking for more. Okay. Well, while you're looking, I'm going to get us started here. Uh, oh, hey, it's welcome to Jesus Center Stage. Hi, guys. Um, there, you got us. There's too in much our stuff on this table. Yeah. You're going to have to put that mic closer because we don't have our sound. There's stuff too in here much now. stuff on this table. Yes, there is. Um, I guess that's something we can start with is in the coming weeks, um, for those of you who uh, do watch our clips on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, our Jesus Center Stage um, podcast ministry slash video room, whatever we're calling this. I'm not sure yet. Our, our content room. <laughs> uh, it is going, it, it's under renovation right now. Yes. So uh, there's going to be a lot different. If you've, if you've watched in the past, and uh, have seen, you know, the desk, the background, uh, those kinds of things. Um, we're making improvements. We're making, hopefully it's going to be improvements. We ain't got it done it's yet. It's going to be improvements. Yes. Trust me, I've yeah. picked out the stuff. It's going to be improvements. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, just boast a little bit then. Um, no, but it, it's exciting. But, yeah, because of that, though, because we've been uh, hanging some curtains and, and trying some different lighting and different things, our... Uh, podcast desk today has cables and scissors and i see a pair of channel locks a tape measure um a knife an extra cord yeah sharpies i'm pretty sure this is a curtain rod that's a curtain rod <laughs> yeah uh so we got a lot of stuff on the podcast desk today however it's gotten uh, out of hand in the end uh we're thinking it's going to be an improvement and uh it's going to allow us not only to have um hopefully a more professional and more uh, inviting look to our podcast clip, but also all the other social media stuff, the YouTube, the Facebook, um, those kinds of things. We need to get Instagram. I don't know how to do Instagram. Yeah. I hear, I've never done Instagram. I think the the more people I watch on, on you know YouTube and stuff, so forth, they all have Instagram links. No, hardly anybody still has uh a Facebook link that don't have an Instagram also. Some of them just have Instagram. So we need to look into that. Um, I think we have one set up. I just think we've never used it. I think we have an account. We've just never yeah. used it because I don't know anything about Instagram. Yeah. Well, maybe we're going we're gonna to look in on that front. But, uh, yeah, so a lot of change is coming. Uh, it's, we're still going to have the same. Uh, we're not changing. We're still going to be no, talking about we're Jesus. We're adding a few things eventually. Yeah. But uh, our, our content... Uh, will still be uh, based on Jesus, but we're going to hopefully have more ways of getting it out with uh, different looks and different things going on. So that's exciting. Um, apparently, Elsie's got us some scriptures today out of John 16. 17. Or 17. John 17. Uh, so we got that to look forward to. Um, what else is going on? Our weekend. Our church search. Yes, yeah. it continues. Sunday morning was interesting. We went somewhere, and it wasn't even a service on a Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of very disappointing. Yeah. And then and we, we drove a long ways, too. Yeah, we did. Um, 
And then we came home and we decided, well, since we didn't get anything to eat this morning, not physically, but spiritually, let's pull up another church that we've talked about visiting on YouTube and let's listen to a sermon. And in searching for the sermon, there was a lot of, um, my humble opinion, chaos mm-hmm. that included someone asking everyone in the congregation to shout because that is where your victory is that you don't need words you don't have to say anything you just scream at the top of your lungs and that lets the enemy know that you're not to be messed with and that's what they did too literally You think I just scared the enemy away just now? No, you didn't scream loud enough, but please don't because our (laughs) listeners do not want to hear this. It's just, to me, first of all, it kind of made me angry, to be honest, Mm -hmm. because here here is someone who who is respected, who is talked about, who is reposted on Facebook, and they're standing on stage telling their congregation that the victory that they need, the victory in their life, the victory to overcome this world, the victory over sin, all you have to do is scream at the top of your lungs. Yeah. Like, no. First of all, that's not biblical. But second of all, that has absolutely not, that, that cuts Jesus out of the entire equation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, honey, but you can scream at the top of your lungs as much as you want to, but you don't have Jesus. You ain't got nothing. There's no victory over sin. There's no victory over this world. Yeah. The, the Bible says, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. That's where the victory is. That's where the hope is, is because he has. Yeah. And and us screaming and shouting and acting fools I, are not, are not going to help nothing. I hope she listens to this podcast and then calls in. I want to hear you and her go <laughs> head to head, scripture for bring, scripture. Bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. It, just, it really disturbed me. That no, somebody yeah. would go would 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 make such a light. Mm-hmm. Make it, it's almost like she was making light of having victory, but being serious about it. If that makes yeah. any sense, like, like they were dead serious that your victory comes from how loud you scream. Yeah, well, and sadly enough, if if you know, we kind of skip through a lot of it, but. In the 30 minutes leading up to that moment through oh, the worship, you could were, tell. It was like, a, it it was like was, an hour and a half. Yeah, it was all uh, in an in a attempt to get the, get the audience worked up, the congregation, if you want to say, to get them worked up, to get them into a, an emotional uh, scream, shout, run, uh, flip, wave flags, whatever you want to do. Get them all fired up. And then tell them to scream, scream, because that's where your victory is, and throw all that out there. And then, of course, by the time the preacher gets up, everybody's all, you know, geared up, ready to run into to battle. The problem is, have you equipped them for battle? Have you, exactly. you know, are they are they carrying their sword, which is the word of God? Are they, you know, are their feet ready, shod with the preparation of the gospel? Or it, do they have their breastplate of righteousness on the, the things that are actually? Do they scriptural. even know their sword? Because let me tell you what happens. When, hang if on, you, hang on. I got something good. When David oh, went, I got something good. When David went into battle with Goliath, he couldn't take Saul's armor because it wasn't proven. Mm-hmm. We've got a whole lot of people trying to go into battle with something they don't even know. They scream and shout and, and, and proclaim, but they don't even know what's in the book. Yeah. They don't even know what's in between the pages. Exactly. 
I just thought of an awesome that we need to make this one of our our videos. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we need to get a get a battle scene, an army on one side, an army on the other, and you need to run fast as you can into the middle of the enemy. And when you get there, you don't have a sword. But you scream <laughs> and see what happens. And then see what happens. <laughs> I'm just saying, most of the time when somebody screams, all that does is it draws attention to themselves. Yeah. So if you're trying to, if if you run out to the enemy and scream, guess what? You just put a target mm -hmm. on yourself. Well, let me ask you, what about those who are going to say, well, the Bible says God inhabits in our praise? I'm pretty sure that's not, first of all, praise. Okay. Let's just back up. This is not our podcast topic. But anyways, praise means exalting him, thanking him. If you're running around just screaming at the top of your lungs, mm -hmm. I question your praise. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with a crazy praise. I've heard people talk about an instinctual praise when you're just so beside yourself that you may be in the corner sobbing with no words because you've, you're so overcome with how good he is. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with if, if you get, if you're overcome with a, with a joy that he's put inside of you and you dance a little bit. Well, but I'm talking I've about... I've out and walked the aisles before. I, I've, I've, I've never, you know, took off running or... Uh, anything of that nature but I uh, think that there's a difference though and I think the difference comes with the the purpose mm -hmm. if if you are praising him out of a sincere heart or if you're up there showing off yeah if if you're drawing attention to him then it's praise but if you're drawing mm -hmm. attention to yourself then, then, then it's not. It doesn't qualify. Yeah. And I think and that that's oddly, where the big difference is. Oddly enough, as you said earlier, this isn't our podcast topic. I don't really know how we got here, but one our verse, church search. Yeah, one verse before where our podcast topic is going to be. Uh, it says it's in Romans uh, chapter twelve, verse one. It says, "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service." That's that's King James. What, what I don't know. I, the word I'm focusing on there is service. Some of them say is your reasonable worship. Um, those kinds of it's that commitment in the amplified it says therefore i urge you brothers and sisters by the mercies of god to present your bodies dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice holy and well-pleasing to god which is your rational logical and intelligent act of worship act of worship yeah. yes i'm sorry but running around and screaming at the top of your lungs does not sound rational logical or intelligent as an act of worship no. I just don't get you. No, the, N the NASB and, and the says... If you want to run around and you want to scream and you want to call that worship, I can't judge that on your personal motive. What I, what I feel like I can say is saying your reason is that that is victory and mm -hmm. that that gives you victory over them, that is where you've crossed the line into that's not biblical. Yeah. Yeah, because you're like, like you said earlier, you're taking Jesus out of it. I just want to quickly say the NASB uh, they use the word worship, which is your spiritual service of worship. So when we talk about God inhabits in our praise, 
Uh, it's what, more than Sunday. Well, it, it's more than just, you know, we hear praise and worship. The first part of church service is praise and worship. Well, they, that's music. And people, you know, it's music. It's people with your hands raised. It's it's that moment, you know. It is because if you cry in the corner, they want to know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Been there, done that. But what I'm saying is there, there's nothing wrong with the music. There's nothing wrong with raising and praising your hand, you know, with your there's hands. There's nothing wrong with shouting to the Lord. Psalm says exactly. shout to the Lord. Yeah. But I'm, well, I guess what I'm saying is before we got in that one verse there, it didn't say anything about those things. It says that presenting your body is a living and holy sacrifice. And, and we just went over a Bible or I was in a Bible study last night about this. The, the emphasis on there, acceptable to God. When you have presented yourself acceptable to God, and I'm going to share this real quick. I know we're 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 eating up time from our original podcast topic here, but but the man that taught the Bible study last night, he 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 went back and talked about in Leviticus when they talk about the 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 proper way to make a sacrifice and how you had mm-hmm. to cut the, the you know the the lamb or the goat and or the dove or how they had to be done this and you had to do certain things with certain parts. And it says that that it was a, a sweet smell to the Lord. And and when he, he touched on this, this same verse here, and he was saying it was acceptable to the Lord because they sacrificed the way they were supposed to. And it smelled good to him. That was what the sacrifice was. But when we present something that is not um, presenting our bodies as a living and holy sacrifice— and we've got other things in there. Other the other thing he said too was never has has anything been sacrificed a goat, a dove, a lamb, a bull, anything been sacrificed for its own well being. Mm. It's the sacrifice is dead. Right. So if That's there's good. anything in us that is sacrificing for our own well being or anything then that sweet smell going up might not be sweet any longer. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bad smell to it yeah so when we look at that it says acceptable to god so when we're when we're standing on stage saying if you want victory over the enemy scream you don't even have to have words that that part like i quote that that's what they said you don't even have to have words no just scream yeah like you're not shouting holy is the lord you're not crying victory is mine you're not Jesus you're is not king. claiming jesus you're not i mean they say that the in revelation it says that they that they cry holy 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 i don't mm-hmm. think they're whispering it okay no, no, i think there's shout. they're shouting it. i think it's loud okay and i don't think there's anything wrong with that but that is pointing toward jesus that is bringing him into focus that is praise that is worship running around and screaming I, I don't it's get chaos. it. I don't get it. No, it gets people fired up. It gets people, you know, worked up and 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 emotional, and and then there you are, um, with and, no and, victory and, because and you don't know you what said, you don't know how to get it. As we as we do work to kind of transition, um, but I do want to go back to what you said. There's nothing wrong with a good shout. There's nothing yeah. wrong with praise. There's nothing wrong with. I talked about the music while ago. There's nothing wrong with the music. There's that's what Jesus center stage. That's the, that's the very thing that we're we're p- promoting here is you can do all these things that are available to us in this world when they're done with with God 
as the focus, as Jesus in the center of it, which Jesus came to do the work of the Father. So when we're glorifying him, when we're doing everything with him, then it's glorifying God. I think that's what makes us acceptable. It says, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Mm -hmm. I think that's the part that makes us acceptable. First of all, we can't be holy on our own. And Paul knew that when he wrote that. So we have to have the holiness of Jesus imparted to us. And acceptable to God, I think that that when we lift up Jesus, that's what makes us acceptable. Yeah. When we're trying to do stuff on our own, not acceptable because mm-hmm. we're saying he's not good enough. When we're yeah. trying to, to take the credit for ourselves or take the focus on ourselves, unacceptable mm-hmm. because we're taking the glory away from him. Yeah. And not only is that an insult to Jesus, but that's an insult to the Father it who is. gave his best to redeem us to himself. Yeah, to think that we can do anything on our own. So, to transition, I don't want any of our listeners to say, those people on uh, Jesus Center Stage say, you can't shout, and you can't run, and you can't praise with your hands up, and you, by all means, do it when you are doing it for the Lord. Yes. When, when that is it. Not because you think you're going to overcome the devil with it, because I'm just going to tell you, you can't scream loud enough to scare him. Oh, and before the somebody word, brings up Jericho, yes, we know they shouted, but that was an act of obedience. Mm-hmm. It was not the shout. Yeah. The victory came because they obeyed, because they walked around the wall and mm-hmm. they followed the instructions. That was what brought the victory, yeah. was because they obeyed the Lord, not because they shouted. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, as I said earlier, though, we're going we're going to transition now, but... I, I mentioned that Jesus Center Stage is simply that is our our mission here is day in day out living life doing the things we enjoy doing in a godly way mm-hmm. keeping Jesus at the center of each one. Somebody and, asked uh, me this week what our podcast was about, and I didn't know what to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I like we cover so many topics. Yeah. Like yeah. you just I mean, pick an episode. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I love the outdoors. Um, we talk about your work, we talk about church, we talk about movies, we've talked about different things. Everything that we, we're, we're talking about are, in some in some circles, may be frowned upon in some religious circles. Right. And, and, and by no means am I saying drop all the rules and just go run and do everything that you want to do. I'm just saying there's a lot in this world that God has given us an opportunity to participate in and to enjoy but it is meant to be done with his um, with His glory in mind, with him being glorified. Cue the first Timothy 6 verse. As for the rich in this present world, instruct them not to be conceited and arrogant, nor to set their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly and ceaselessly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Yeah. Don't get stuck on it. We is have... The, is that the verse Brother Milliken used to... Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, we have all of these things, like you were saying, God's given all of these things in this world for us to enjoy, mm-hmm. not to get stuck on, not to get hung up on, not to put above him, but to just enjoy, not to worship, not to shun because ah, I can't do that. Somebody will think bad of me. Not that, but mm-hmm. to enjoy because there's something that he's blessed us with, with yeah. the opportunity to do it. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this question then. 
uh, Jesus Center Stage podcast, Jesus Center Stage Ministries, I should say, because we are more than just a podcast now. Our our mission here, as I just said, living life to the fullest, taking advantage of every opportunity that we have to enjoy God's creation, to enjoy what God has given us in our mind, you know, to 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 invent to whatever, but also doing it with Him at the center. Now, the verse there... I thought uh, you were asking me a question. I am. Um, this oh, is the question. Okay. The verse in uh, Romans chapter 12, and we're going to move to verse 2. I know we was just in verse 1, but that was not, not planned, not part of this. But it says, And be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay, so now... Here's here's these these people on Jesus Center stage. That's me and you. <laughs> Never would have guessed. Yeah. They're telling us, go out, live, enjoy, participate, but do it with Jesus at the center. Now, here's this Bible verse. It's very clear. It says, do not conform yourself to this world. So how 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 can one how can one justify the other? We know the Bible's correct. Jesus center stage isn't always correct. The Bible is always correct. So how are we how do we how do we stand here right now with boldness and with confidence and tell people we stand by what we're talking about because we feel like it lines up with this word? I think you have to measure with I have I think you have to measure it against is it glorifying God? Can I if I do this, am I glorifying God? If I do this, is it going to point people to him or is it going to turn people away from him? Mm-hmm. I think that with anything that you want to do, any activity that you want to do, if you want to go to the movies, if you want to go fishing, if you want to go to a hunting expo, uh, do you, if Major you, League Baseball game. If you want to go to a sporting event, if you want to go to a concert, I think it matters if if you're saying I don't know if I should or not, I don't know if it's a Christian thing to do. Look at it and say, if I do this, will it hurt my witness? If I do this and somebody sees me walking out, mm-hmm. will it hurt my witness? And here's the thing: we went to, as far as concerts go, we went to a Christian concert and there was somebody there who was drunk and causing a big fight and a big scene. So who's to say that you can't go? It was not one of us. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Yeah, I knew um, that the listeners would just thank you that you was talking who's of to yourself say in that third you, person. Who's to say that you can't, as a Christian, go to a sporting event and be the different person mm-hmm. and be kind to someone who maybe hasn't had anybody be kind to them for a long time? Yeah. You know, who's to say that God can't use you in these in these situations? Now, if you want to go to a movie and you want to go to the X-rated, are you go, are you being a witness for Jesus in that X-rated video? Are you are you sitting there proclaiming Jesus to everybody who's watching that movie with you, with all the language and all the mm-hmm. horribleness, all the sinfulness? Are you being are you witnessing? Now, if you go to the movie theater and you watch Finding Nemo, <laughs> you know I'm just saying that's yeah. the first movie that came to mind. Um, I think it, I think that's where it matters. Is is does it affect my witness? How does this make Jesus look? Yeah. 
And there's a lot of things that we can do with while we love Jesus and make him look good. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing, if Christians completely shun every air quote worldly activity, then how will anybody ever see Jesus? Yeah. And and I think sometimes that's abused because then people will turn it all the way into well I'm I'm confessing that I know Jesus, that I'm a Christian. Uh, is it confessing or prof- profession? I guess professing. Um, either way. Either way. And, but they'll, they'll take that to say that on, on Friday night when I went to the bar and I had a handful of beers and, um, you know, hung out with my buddies and, and all this, but that, how that I was the, I, you know, well, I'm, saying, I'm using my Christian liberty so to speak, and and that, like I said, that it's abused in that direction because now you're participating in the the sinful nature. You're participating in something that the Bible says not to do. Yeah, and so there there is a line there where you can't you can't go over it. You can't like well, I mean you, but between going to a movie and uh, and watching a a you know a good movie say um i'm just gonna i'm gonna use the the marvel movies some of those have a bad word here or there in them but overall they're not they're not disgusting they're not right. you know revolted they're not vulgar uh they're not sexual there's no nudity and, and Except for Hulk. It, it's the it's the world that that's around us that that has those things and as christians we we do need to be aware of those things, but we're also, we're adults, and we know how to compartmentalize those things. But that's different than walking into a movie, like you said, Finding Nemo. Obviously, that's that's a really good movie to go watch <laughs> because you don't have any of that. Now, go watch a Marvel movie. You might There might be a bad word here or there, but you know how to deal with that. But then that's different than going in and, and watching... Uh, a movie with I'm just on Samuel Jackson. He's he's well known as for his language. Going in and watching that kind of movie where there's there's you know elf bombs being dropped, God's names being used in vain. There's nudity. There's sexual um, situations. You know those kind of things portrayed. Um, just vulgarness. You know crude humor. However you want to say. Now, somebody sees you walk out of that theater and you come out of the Marvel's movie, Iron Man. Okay, that, that's, not, that's not going to say, leave very many people thinking, I can't believe I just seen them come out of that movie. Right. But if you walk out of the other one and they see you come out, yes, that is a damage. Uh-huh. That's damaging to your witness because now you've you you have participated in you have enjoyed you've encouraged whatever you want to say the things that are that are disgusting to God and so there is a difference between being able to go to the movies with Jesus at the center of your actions of your heart of everything that you're doing you're still a Christian while you're there and then going to a movie that is obviously non-Christian, 
vulgar and all those things. There, there's a difference there. You're one of them. You're you're conforming to the world. You're you're enjoying what they say is right, what they say is okay. The other one, you're not. Another example of this is the prom that we went to. We we listened to love songs and we danced and we had dinner together and it was a great night. But there was nothing inappropriate. There was mm-hmm. no there was no people who were inappropriate. There was no inappropriate showing or inappropriate words there was no cussing there was no drinking there was no and like you said there was music there was secular music but it wasn't music that had it wasn't dirty music no it wasn't dirty music exactly it wasn't dirty music and i think like that's an example yes we went and we enjoyed ourselves and yes we danced (gasps) don't tell Mm -hmm. anybody well too don't forget that part well (laughs) I had to remember I had to have those shoes that had asbestos on the bottom so they wouldn't catch on fire because I was moving so quickly. And, and now we will take a break in this podcast as he <laughs> repents for lying. <laughs> okay. Um, no, real quick before we move on from that, just a quick plug to Rachel Smith and the Transformed Wife. Yes, we Most are already. Likely, they will be another prom next year, and if you like to go to an adult Christian prom. Yes. Look that up. Look her up on, online, Facebook, Transformed Wife or Rachel Smith, and um, and just keep an eye out for that that prom coming. We're up. already deciding Probably, our clothes for next uh, what, year. What was it in June? I don't remember. Yeah. So we got a good ways to wait, but yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but back to that. I think that's a good example because yes, we went, we danced, we enjoyed music, we had food, we had there was other people around, you know. There was the dance floor. There was the flashing lights. You know, Mm -hmm. all of those things that I've heard are in clubs. Never been to one. But what I'm saying is the atmosphere was different. So, yes, we went and we enjoyed those things that some people would be like, oh, I can't believe that. That was so worldly. Mm -hmm. But there was nothing dishonoring to God. No. There was no inappropriateness. There was no language. There was nobody getting drunk. There there was none of that sinfulness that Mm -hmm. you find in a random club everything was clean yeah every and that was why it we could enjoy it it's not the lights or the or the beat of the music that is bringing in the the sinful side of it it's the people exactly yeah exactly when you when you're when you're keeping your mind on jesus and the people around you are keeping their mind on Jesus. Then there's, there's, and it's just fun. Yeah, there, there's no danger. I mean, there's always danger. Paul says in one place, "Don't think too highly of yourself, or you might slip into the same things they did." Right. So we don't want to say that. But when you're around people who who are keeping Jesus centered, the likelihood of somebody being inappropriate, the likelihood of someone sliding off into sin, the likelihood of you transforming to the world. Going back to this verse here, transforming. Conforming, yeah, conforming to the world is is significantly. Another example lower. is uh, comedy shows. There's clean yeah. comedy shows, and then there aren't. Yeah. And and yes, you can go in and enjoy a comedy show. We love good clean comedy. Mm-hmm. It's great. But enjoying comedy, you still have a choice to make. In that, am I going to go listen to something that's filthy and full of vulgarity and crude humor? Or am I going to listen to good, clean family? Some even Christian. There are yeah. Christian comedians. Yes, they exist. Mm-hmm. 
and and again it comes back to yes he has given me all things to enjoy but what is going to honor him exactly and and, and here's even the thing, if they're not christian the thing, even if they're not christian comedians if their content's clean you can still enjoy then, it. Then enjoy it. And right. enjoy it. It's not offensive to God. You Go, made me lose what I was going to say. Well. <laughs> I was trying to say it. You interrupted me. <laughs> oh, if we have a relationship with him, if we're close to him, and we we set our, our mind to, I'm going to go enjoy this thing, and it's not something that honors him, mm-hmm. he's going to let us know about it. Yeah. It's, it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel like, oh, I shouldn't be here. No, I shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's where the relationship comes in. It's not just, okay, give me a checklist of the things I can and can't enjoy, quote, but keep that relationship. Keep him center of your life so that when you do look at something and say, you know, is it okay for me to do this as a Christian? When he lives within you and he, and you're consulting him about every decision and everything that you're doing, because he's that important to you, then he's going to let you know what you yeah. can and cannot do. You know, I just had this thought. All through the Bible, so much of the of the Jewish tradition, so much of what we see Jesus participating in, it revolves around multiple festivals every year. They repeat them as, as the Jewish people mm-hmm. do. And and even even when Jesus went in... Uh, before the crucifixion there it, there's a festival happening what happens at festivals they're parties they're they're parties they're they're, they're they're probably playing games there's probably music there's probably dancing there's all kinds of food there's all that stuff going on that that people participate in but why was they doing it they was doing those things to, to glorify god to remember what god had done yeah mm-hmm. so it's not that, that that you can just go out and do anything and then say, well, I, I believe in I believe in Jesus, but it's that that we can enjoy the things that He has given us to to enjoy, and keeping Him at the center. And when we do that, those things are not they're not bad for us. Why? Because our heart is still focused on Him. And if I'm somewhere, um, I know we've talked before on here. We, we we enjoy listening to the Robertsons family, uh, and and Jace on there. He they speak a lot. Jace says them. He he has said a lot of times, if not majority of times, the events he is going to to speak. He gets invited to speak. They're not in any way church related. There's oftentimes open bars at these events, and you know these big uh, salesmen. Uh, you know. Uh, car salesmen or or real estate uh, conventions and they have him come in and speak and they're all doing whatever but he says when he goes he always has his bible with him he always shares jesus and and he don't mm-hmm. i mean what if what if he said oh y'all got alcohol at this I'm event not coming. i'm not coming well then you know but because his heart is in the right place he can attend that event Right. You know, and and don't put yourself in danger. If you if you've got temptations to do something, if you've got to, you know that you shouldn't be at a place where they're drinking or a, a a place where something might be on the screen that's going to trigger you to go do something more, don't go those places. But when you when you when when God is not convicting you, and you're following Him, 
God's not. Sometimes people don't feel the conviction of God because they just don't. Don't because they've it, ignored it too many exactly. times. Exactly. But yeah. yeah. So, but when it's that's good, a scary when it's place good, to be. Clean, fun. Go do it. Enjoy it. I want to read the verses in uh, John 17. Jesus is praying, and he says, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them and protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Set them apart for your purposes. Make them holy. Your word is truth. And then in verse 19, it says, For their sake I sanctify myself to do your will, so that they they also may be sanctified, set apart, dedicated, and made holy in your truth. I think that's the key to being transformed and not conformed to the world. Yes, we are in the world, mm-hmm. but to be sanctified, set apart by this word, that is truth. This is what gives us the guideline. This is what gives us the the knowledge, the wisdom to know what to participate in and what to what to keep out of. Because some things you're going to be a witness because you participate, and some things you're going to be a witness because you said no. Yeah, and so, and that can be as simple as holding the door open for somebody, or not joining in with the laughter when a crude humor mm-hmm. joke is made. It it can be something so simple as just not letting not not letting language come out of your mouth that's not yeah. pleasing to him. People take note of being, that or being kind. I mean, I'm just thinking of going to a sporting event. And, and letting there, somebody be in front of you in line. Yeah, there, there's people around that are drinking. There's, there's you know, whatever going on. But you can still be that person there that is friendly, that is mm-hmm. loving, that, that shows kindness, that that does, that looks a little bit different, not physically, but in actions right. to those around you. So um, I want to close us with this, this memory uh, while we're talking about these kind of things. But... Um, our very first date to go to a movie. <laughs> it was uh, the very first movie I'd ever yeah, been to a theater uh, yeah. for. Elsie <laughs> had never been to a movie theater, and there was a um, a Christian movie had just come out. The uh, Resurrection of Gavin Stone. The Resurrection of Gavin Stone. So I wanted to take her to see her first ever movie at a movie theater, and this movie was supposed to be really good, you know, Christian. So we go. Go in, get set down, you know, got our popcorn, all this good stuff, and ready to go. Well, the movie comes on, and within a matter of minute or less, it seems like, the movie opened with a car chase, and these two guys were shooting guns, and they was ro- had robbed a bank, and all these things had happened, and they said some of the worst cuss words you had ever heard, and just... It got very yeah, awkward vulgar in there. and... and and, you know, this was our, was it, that wasn't our very first ever date, was it? It was like the first official one. Yeah. We had spent some so, time just talking, yeah, so but it I, was like the first time <laughs> we had like went out somewhere. I was thinking, you know, this movie is supposed to be Christian. Are, are they setting something up in this first, you know, two minutes that's going to, but I was still questioning, why are they talking this? Because these were bad cuss words. And, of course, you were sitting over thinking, you know, who's this man that I thought was... <laughs> no, I was, saying, I was thinking, okay, maybe they're going to get saved in a minute. Or, like, I don't know what's going on here. Even still, it was inappropriate. It was re- like, yeah. But anyways... I, I couldn't. Uh, you started hearing a, a murmur, I guess, around the theater. Mm-hmm. 
and then all of a sudden it stopped and um if i remember rightly there was a voice come over and said they apologized and said they had started the wrong movie um yeah so i don't even know what that movie was there was some people getting like legit upset because they had their children in there yeah yeah and you know they're not like like super young but you know and they're, it didn't they're go teenage. i mean what less than five minutes probably probably they stopped it. Yeah. yeah but it was just like when you when you're in a in a in a theater room with other christians because they've come to see a faith-based movie mm-hmm. and then all these horrible words are, are coming out and everybody's like uh what what i didn't sign up for this what yeah. is this you know um they're um uh, th- that would be an example i think if we had all sat there and just went ahead and watched it I think that would have been an example of conforming mm-hmm. to the world. Nobody is, else got up, so well, I'm not going to. Yeah, nobody else did, and I guess it's okay because it's on the movie screen or, uh, you know, yeah. what's what's going on here. But I, like about the same time that me and you was thinking we need to m- leave yeah. was about the same time that we heard other other people start. So, uh, But, yeah, that was that was like a, a first memory for us. <laughs> is, <laughs> it is was we, very awkward We started in the off our dating with, with vulgarity and... and <laughs> All kind of cussing in a movie, but... Uh, By the way, the real movie was good. It was, and uh, I won't close with this. I, I don't know hardly any details. I just now remembered this, but I seen on Facebook that the movie is called uh, Free Burma Rangers is going to come back into theaters for a very short period of time once again. It came out, I think, in February of 2019, probably. I don't know, um, but it was good. It was very good. We, it, it came out for one night only. If I, No, two. It was two nights, and we we went to see it one night, um, and have since then, we've bought it on DVD. But to any of our listeners out there, look it up, Free Burma Rangers. It is amazing. Um, at some point coming up here, it's going to be at theaters, and it probably will only be in theaters for a couple of days once again. But it, um, it really, uh, I mean, we still talk about it probably weekly uh something about it that has changed the way we think or mm-hmm. uh, the way we we look because when we thought we were sacrificing so much uh we saw this movie and realized we were not we're not doing nothing compared to to yeah. this man dave eubanks and his whole family and his crew so uh i'm just gonna close this out with that go go check that out free Burma rangers uh you won't regret going and seeing it so but until then Keep Jesus center stage in your life.